Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, 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 welcome to the Naughty But Nice Show. I'm your host, Rob Shooter, and it is Monday, which means our dear friend, Garrett Vogel, joins us. Hey, Garrett, hey there. I love being able to kick off the week with you and hmm. all the, the, the naughties out naughties. there. Do you think you, you think they go around and they have like a secret code, like, I'm a naughty? Are you a naughty? <laughs> I are hope you so. Naughty? I hope so. We should have badges made. I'm a naughty. Hey, naughties, <laughs> how are you doing? Listen, I've got to say thank you. Our numbers are doing really well. Something happened, and I think it's you. You're telling your friends you're sharing this podcast and we're expanding and i couldn't be more grateful so thank you thank you thank you well not to blow some uh hot air up up you know your kill to rob uh, <laughs> but but let's let's be honest the, this this podcast you know it's easy to listen to it, it's quick and you get a lot of information in you a do. small amount of time. You know you what do. I mean? So it's like everything you need to know. So if, if like if you had a busy weekend and you weren't able to, you know, scroll on your phone or just, you know, read a headline, you kind of get the headlines in the entertainment world here 
And then when you're talking to, you know, Susie at work and, uh, you know, hey, did you hear about so-and-so? Mm-hmm. And, like, and you, you're informed. So we're doing, we're doing a job. We're doing a service for people. We are doing a service, like a PSA. Plus, let's be honest, with so much drama, so much ugliness going on in the world, we're all here each morning for the same reason. To love me. No, yes. no, no. To get to, to get all the gossip. And if you saw Barry Manilow this weekend, you'll know where I stole that joke from. Okay, let's jump <laughs> into the show. What time is it, my friends? Tea it time! Is tea time. Big story at the top of the show. Meghan Markle and Harry will live to regret not having any relationship for their children and the royals. So Graydon Carter was a big editor here in New York of Vanity Fair. He really was the sort of grand dam so to speak of society outlets and he did an interview and he said this is going to come back to haunt them at a certain point they have no cousins that they see or uncles or aunts and they don't see their grandparents except for one that would be megan's mommy he also criticized them for moving to montecito california he said there is nothing to do there nothing 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 he called it god's waiting room there's a lot of older people very rich older people but nevertheless older people in Montecito he said quote it's a 40 minute drive from LA and there can't be many kids there because there's not a lot of young families there who can afford it so normally in life as you get older you get more experienced you make some more money if you think about it in your 20s and your 30s you're probably struggling a little bit as you learn your craft as you got promoted and so what he's saying is that young families cannot live in this neighborhood because it's just crazy crazy expensive the point he didn't make either though is that the young people that do live there have mostly inherited their wealth and that's why they are living there so exactly (laughs) like i mean let's be honest harry did the same you know it's, it's not like he's going to live in a one bedroom, you know, in in the poor part of California, because he that's not who he is. He doesn't have the money. Like, so it's kind of like a jaded article. You know what I mean? Like where it's like, oh, yeah, they should be living this way because they're this age. But then the other said they have money, but they should be living like this. You know, it's like and that's and that's why I feel bad for Harry and Meghan. Not to say they don't bring some stuff on to them. And I think we all agree. But I think they just they don't get. They don't get a fair shake sometimes because people just see both sides as opposed to from their view at times. Right. Well, they can't win. It feels like they can't win here. But it did get me thinking about growing up. I grew up in a sort of working class, middle class neighborhood and I loved it. I loved it. And the people I met were all, none of us had any money, but we had a lot of love. And I loved where I grew up. And if I could do it again, I wouldn't want to be a prince of England. I wouldn't want to grow up in a palace. I want to meet friends who I'm still friends with, people who I could connect with. I'm like Eliza Doolittle. I've got this fancy <laughs> accent now where I'm doing so well. But really, I was selling flowers on the street at almost like, um, what about your neighborhood? And you've got children oh. too, Gary. So how important is it for your kids to be surrounded by a diverse group of people? And how important is it for them to have cousins and nieces and nephews? No, they they have uh, about 10 uh, cousins uh, already and growing. My sister is actually probably... Uh, having her first child sometime this week at at at, at some point, so uh, mm. I'll be a uh, I'll be a uh, blood uncle uh, sometime this week for the first time. Um, but yeah, and and I grew up in a neighborhood very similar to yours, probably kids playing in the street until the lights the yeah. street lights came on, and you know uh, running down the street for the ice cream truck. <laughs> 
But I will say, though, you and I, though, we weren't born into the money. You know what I mean? Like, mm. I think it's different for people that were born into it because it's hard for you to go back. It's not like some some uh, Lifetime movie where the, the rich person, like Richie Rich, and they want to act cool and, and, and uh, combine. They want to relate to those that aren't as rich. So it's hard for 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 the the royals to go backwards you know what i mean right, right. To, it's to, impossible nobody it's ever impossible. can not just the royals the, co- correct no can go backwards you have the money you can't go backwards yeah, i well, think the, if you don't have the money you can go forward you can go forward oh that's a good point and relate but you can't oh, that's go. a good point yeah that's a good point i value money because i never had any right and so now i really really value it when i worked with paris hilton it made me a bit sad that she didn't really value she clothes it, yeah. or fancy shoes because she had so many like to this day if i buy a new pair of shoes they smell like new leather. I oh, get excited I when I try them on. I put them in the box after I've used them. Not really <laughs> after six months, but for the first six months, I'm quite careful. I don't want right. to scuff them. And I don't think Paris ever had that thrill. Because the she floor, grew up around it. She grew up around it, so she, she doesn't know any different. That's, that, that's her normal, you know what I mean? Right, to you that's and I, her normal. Putting your shoes in the box for the first six months is normal. For her, getting a pair of shoes and throwing out the box uh-huh. as soon as she got it is like, you know, just, just like a dollar bill to you and I. Um, yeah, you're absolutely right. The flaw with Graydon Carter, that's the fancy editor's argument here, though. If they weren't growing up in Montecito, they'd be growing up in a palace. And I wouldn't argue that that's not necessarily the most diverse, <laughs> regular place to grow up either. So I think actually Harry and Meghan are trying to give their children as much normality as possible. And living in a mansion rather than a palace means people are not bowing and curtsying, and that's probably a good thing. And you know what? You feel younger because you move mm. into a neighborhood of all like grandma and grandpa's. You, you you feel like the young kid too. So like, yeah. l- l- let's be honest. They know what they were doing there. Yeah. They'll be they'll be young forever until their kids are old enough. Forever. Okay. This brings us to our poll question of the day. Harry and Meghan will live to regret their kids not having any relationship with the royals. Do you agree? Yes or no? Go vote on our Twitter page at Naughty Nice Rob. Our Facebook page is Naughty Gossip. And be sure to check back tomorrow to hear your results. Hey, Garrett Love, what are you working on? All right, so it's interesting that uh, let's talk about Britney Spears real quick. So she just posted this pic of her sons. And uh, as you know, if you've been following the news, if not, her sons want to go move with dad to Hawaii. Uh, so if you've been wondering where Kevin Federline has been uh, for, for all this time, he's been in Hawaii living mm. the life. Uh, but their sons, uh, since they do share a child, uh, Kevin and Brittany, obvi- obviously two sons, the, the sons want to move there because of, I guess, if, again, you've been following Britney Spears, you know she's she's she posts a lot and she shows mm. a lot and she talks a lot. And that's what we see online. But uh, the boys see different when they're at home. So they uh, now that they're becoming of age where they're almost 18 years old and can make the decision they want to move to Hawaii with dad. Uh, but Brittany did something very interesting over the weekend, posted uh, a, a photo of her with her two sons holding them, kind of like a nostalgia. I don't know if it's a play to kind of pull at their mm. hearts a little bit or the public's hearts. Uh, but she posted the picture pretty much like hey i raised you here we are i still love you uh you got to make your own decisions uh but it will be interesting to see how this all plays out over the course of the next couple couple years really because both boys are going to hit 18 which means all the uh the money that britney's been paying kevin kind of stops Mm. uh and what will happen from there so uh it'll be it'll be one of those things that we watch from afar you know the britney fans are going to be all over it but us i i I think hopefully it just all works out and uh britney can you know 
be, become herself and and not have to worry about paying uh, Kevin. Kevin can hopefully help raise the boys, and the boys hopefully have a normal adulthood. Uh, that's now what that they want. Old enough. Yeah, that's what they want here. A couple of things. I think the boys just want to be anonymous. They just want to go to Hawaii and blend in and disappear, and that that might happen. So I understand that. The other point here, though, and I find this fascinating. In Hawaii, child support can be ordered for children up to the age of 23. Oh, it's the well, only, oh, only no. place. So, so do you think, I mean, given their, their one's Sean's 17, Jaden's 16, yes. like the court could look at it and it be like, It ends at okay. 18. That that, that that seems a little sketchy. It does, does seem a little suspicious, doesn't it? Of all the places in America, the only place where you can collect child support up to the age of 23 is Hawaii. And that's where they're going. Now, but the one stipulation is the kids have to be in full-time education. So if these two boys turn up in Hawaii in a couple of weeks, months, and they enroll in school then I'll be really suspicious. Because if they don't, if they get jobs, then in a year for Sean, in two years for Jaden, it's over. And I do believe Britney pays $20,000 a month. That's going to end in a year if they remain in California. They're moving to Hawaii. So it's just another little detail, a devious detail. I love that expression. It's tricky, isn't it, with Brittany? We do wish her the best. We really do. I want them all to just get along. Okay, moving along. Kanye West and Ice Cube have reunited after falling out after anti-Semitic remarks. So Ice Cube and Kanye West, who are really good friends, seemingly called a truce after the rapper denied being the source of inspiration for Kanye's anti-Semitic remarks last year. So last year, Kanye lost his mind, said horrific, horrific things. And at the time, he implied that they were inspired by Ice Cube, saying that Cube had really influenced him to, quote, get on the anti-Semitic vibe. Now, right after that, Ice Cube took to Twitter saying, this has nothing to do with me and don't drag my name into your BS. So Ice Cube, rightfully so at the time, was livid about this and we've not seen them together since. Now, Kanye seems to be a little bit more stable today than he was last year, a few months ago. And friends are still friends, I guess. But this is the problem with Kanye West. He's so unpredictable. You don't know what you're going to say or tell him that he won't share. Well, that's the thing, too. Well, first, I, I, I envision, this is how I envision this, you know, Ice Cube sitting at home, maybe maybe drinking some coffee, uh, iced coffee, maybe, and then all of a sudden, you know, opens up his phone to these headlines, like, what the, what, what did I do? No, what, no, 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 exactly, but I also think time heals all in friendships. I'm not saying yeah. specifically looking at the context of what's there, but I think if you're a true friend and something happens, uh, you know, in, in your relationship, I think time does heal all. It does heal a lot of things. I don't know if Unless I go as far as to somebody, say all, but, the, but a lot of things yeah. can be healed over over time. But I think you've got to set up some guardrails here. Like if right. I was going to become friends with Kanye, I'd say no sharing texts, no sharing screenshots. That doesn't this matter. A, you can't even do that. You, you, you can't, can't do that with Kanye. Te- all you could do is, I think, either face-to-face communication at that point if you're going to be friends with him or phone calls. Like, right. Not even phone calls because he would probably record it as we He'd saw. He'd probably with, record it. With, so with it's just we've got Swift. a meeting person and you've got to talk and, oh, it's so complicated. Okay, moving along. We're running out of time a little bit today. Kim Cattrall, we talked about... Yeah. 
Yes. Like this is returning to Sex in the City. However, she has a few stipulations about returning that we did break actually first on the show on Friday. Now we have a few more. What's going on with Kim? All right. So Kim Cattrall, she is coming back to uh, hang out with her best friends, I guess you could say, on camera at least, mm. for, uh, for, for and just like that, season two, the spinoff on Max, of course, you know, from Sex and the City. Uh, so here's the thing. We don't know how she's going to appear. Uh, there's been a lot of rumors that it's going to be a phone call at the end of season two. That's what it she is. hangs up, uh, that it'll just be a glimpse of her face, kind of, you know, so we don't really know. Will she be involved? Yes. To what degree? We don't don't know, but there were some stipulations, like you said, too. So they shoot out in Queens, and uh, apparently it's not just Sarah Jessica Parker that Kim Cattrall has a problem with, but it's also a Michael Patrick King, who oh. is uh, the one of the showrunners. Yes, of, the producer. Of- He's the boss. Correct. Uh, so so that's a story that we weren't familiar with. We just thought Kim and uh, Sarah Jessica Parker had had it out, and that was it. But apparently it's more, more to right. it than just Sarah Jessica Parker. Kim feels as if everybody took Sarah's side, so she's not really close with Cynthia Nixon, Kristen Davis. There are stories that when the show travelled, Sarah and Kristen and Cynthia and even Michael would all stay in a house, and they didn't invite Kim to be part of this. So there's a lot of stories over the years going back about really how this friendship was never really a friendship it was worse than that it wasn't even neutral how do you think it's going to play out for Kim I think it's going to be a two second phone call where she picks up the phone in the back of a car and she talks to to Sarah to to, to Carrie Bradshaw and then it'll be a big cliffhanger and then there'll be big talks about whether or not she comes back full time she's not really coming back it's a cameo you know she shot it in half a day so half a day shooting is probably three pages which is probably less than three minutes so it's going to be a really really short thing I think it's exciting but we should be really clear here Sarah Jessica Parker is the executive producer of this so she would not be allowing this to happen if she didn't want it so Sarah's ultimately said yes to this so maybe there's a little bit of should we say coming together between these two ladies hey we're going to take a quick break though and we promise we will come together and be back in just a moment Welcome back to the Naughty But Nice Show. I'm Bob Shooter with our dear friend, Garrett Vogel. Hey, Garrett. Hello, friends. Let's get to the polls. Da, da, da. Bum, bum, bum. Thank you, darling. Last show, we talked about Prince Harry allegedly calling in the divorce lawyers a few months ago. So there's rumours that Harry and Meghan are in trouble. Some people are blaming Kate and William for these rumours. I don't think it's them. Royal experts in Britain are saying they have sources saying the marriage is in terrible trouble and they've even met with divorce, divorce lawyers. Our question was, do you believe the split rumours? Let's have a look. 65% said, no, I am with you. You know, marriages have ups and downs, even the best ones. And they probably have had some difficulties. They're a young couple. They have children. And so I think there's probably difficulties there. But I certainly know that they are not breaking up, at least just yet. Don't forget to vote on today's poll. Go to our yes. Twitter page at Naughty Nice Rob. Our Facebook page is Naughty Gossip. And be sure to check back tomorrow to hear your results. And now, I love this one. It's time for our noisiest of the day. Yes. Mm. Well, uh, also, we are in June, so happy Pride Month, everyone. Happy Pride. Let's talk about Taylor Swift, who took her Eras tour over to Chicago. She was in uh, New Jersey last week, in Chicago over the weekend, and uh, she she actually took to the stage, and uh, she celebrated the LGBTQ 
IA Plus fans that came out by saying this is a safe space for you. Wow. I think she she also meant it for everyone too, but specifically since it is Pride Month, she goes, I'm looking out tonight as she was on stage. I'm seeing so many incredible individuals who are living authentically and beautifully, and this is a safe space Mm. for you. Uh, This is a celebratory space for you. And she said uh, it feels so prideful when she sees her fans, so loving and so thoughtful and so caring. And as you can attest, Rob, being in that stadium for that show uh, is is something special because it's magical. everyone is there for one reason, the love of Taylor Swift but on top of that you become friends with people, you get bracelets uh, you, you, you almost become lifelong friends from being fans online together to, then to uh, doing the experience of the Taylor Swift show all together but on top of that, Taylor Swift also then urged her fans to vote in local elections and stand with the LGBTQIA plus community beyond the month of June, which yeah. is so true, because yes, we can celebrate in June, but if you're not cele- celebrating and informing and learning outside of June, you're, it, it's just, it, it doesn't really mean as mm-hmm. much. You know what I mean? So do your part too outside of just the month of June and uh, learn a little bit more. Maybe you're unfamiliar with something, you know? Yeah, she's really amazing. I went to her show when it was in New York, New Jersey. It's incredible. It's weird how it says, she, you say New York, but really wasn't It was in New Jersey. It was. <laughs> I was in New York, selfish. Me, 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 me. I went to her in New Jersey. Let's be clear about that. She did not come to my apartment to see. I went to her. <laughs> it was incredible. She has created a safe space. There was lots yep. of misfits in the audience, including me. And there were a lot of really p- pretty sort of cheerleaders types. She gets everybody. But what we all shared is this common kindness. There's such a kindness about Taylor Swift concerts. When I went to see Madonna, oh my goodness, they'd push you over to get a better seat. That is not (laughs) true with the Taylor Swift fans. They were caring. Nobody's pushing at the bar. No one's pushing at the merchandise. They're caring, really great people. And she's created that. And to speak out like this and even get political, we're not a political show, but for her to do that is just so brave and nicest of the day. Okay, let's do our naughties of the day. Uh Naughty, 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 naughty. Ryan Gosling is responding to criticism that he's too old to play Ken in Barbie. So he's saying, basically, Ken's a doll, actually. And you know what? Nobody really cared about Ken. That's the whole point. We all cared about Barbie. Nobody cared about Ken. So he's finding this discourse kind of funny at the moment. And he said, if you ever really cared about Ken, you would know that nobody cares about Ken. So your hypocrisy is exposed. I think he's going (laughs) to be just great let's end with a moment of rob you get a rob you get a rob you get a rob you get a rob success is not the key to happiness in fact there is no key to happiness because the door is always open don't think of happiness as a door that you have to open it's open you've just got to walk through it Okay, that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening to the Naughty But Nice Show. You make me happy with Rob and our friend Garrett. Don't forget to vote on all our polls. And remember, everybody, if you're going going to to be be naughty, naughty. you've got to be nice. Take care, everybody. Good day. It's Naughty But Nice with Rob. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. 
Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.